The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics, and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, July 29th, and it's going to be pleasant outside. Well, reasonably pleasant. Temperatures and everything are lining up for you to get out and play for the next couple of weeks, and the weather is set for it. You need to get out there because there's action happening all over the place. We were out this week. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. A bunch of us joined climbed on board the California Dawn and had a great day on the water. Captain Rick Powers is going to hook up with us. Captain James Smith is going to hook up with Captain Ricky Acosta out chasing sharks today is going to be live with us. Kevin Brock's up Whiskey Town just banging the kokanee, some of the biggest in the state right now. And Alan Fong from Alan Fong Outdoors has been all over bass, stripers, kokanee. He's been hitting them all this week, and he was out with us on the California Dawn this week, too. Captain Tony Zapulveda, Greenwater Fishing out of Eureka, will be checking in with us. He's got some great action up there on Big California Pacific Halibut, as well as all the action that goes on up and down the coast. Randy Pringle, live from the BBT. He's got our... Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week this week, live from Clear Lake. Big Nate's got Barry S, a party and Comanche info that you'll want to hear. And there's more, lots more. But let's get started right now by hooking up with a man, Captain James Smith, aboard the California Dawn 2. I understand they're making a long run this morning, heading north up the coast. Let's check in live. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Seth. Morning, Kent. Tell us about it. You making around that corner yet, or are you just heading out? Uh, we're just heading out. We're uh, we just got bait. Now we're uh, we're heading up the coast here. We're gonna do probably the same game plan I had for your guys' trip. Go up the coast, look for some rock cod, lane cod. It's been absolute lights out. Limits on the lane cod as, as well you've seen. And then uh, we're gonna double back, look for some halibut uh, along the coast. So that's the plan for today. Well, James, we had a great trip out there with the California Dawn and you and the great crew on board out there. It, it appeared that he held back a little from the photos I saw on the trip the day after ours. Well, so. you know, there's a difference between going out with a bunch of guys that like to go fishing and a bunch of guys that do nothing but go fishing. <laughs> yeah, he had he had the boat full of hammers the day I after call, us. I call them sticks, man. When you yeah. got that many guys on there, you know, you're not swinging and missing when you're a stick. No, no, those guys, uh, those guys put a beat down on them, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I probably can't. Probably a lot of the same guys you see in some of your bigger tournaments were on the boat. Some uh, really professional, you know, professional guys. Guys flew up as far as San Diego for this trip. Yeah. You know, once in a twice a year trip that we make, all swim base. Everybody threw plastics all day, including on the halibut, which was uh, what you see in the photos, did really well. Yeah. I talked to Ish after the trip, and he told me that uh, I said, you catch a halibut on a swim bait? He goes, no, I'm not that stupid, dude. He goes, as soon as, I'm, guys, as, soon as I saw the halibut, I dropped live bait down. I wanted him in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. He was the first one. There was a few memes floating around the Internet uh, about the guys, you know, some of the 
hardcore uh, swim bait guys made fun of the swim bait guys that were dropping anchovies. Yeah. But they wanted to see halibut right away. So it was a split. The guys that did throw swim baits, you know, some of the guys had limits and you know, the guys that had uh, live bait on definitely did a little bit better. But, you know, it was it was good for both both bait and swim bait. Ish told me that whenever he pulls uh, halibut off the grill, nobody ever says, what'd you catch it on? <laughs> well, I'll yeah, tell you what. He was the first one that raised his hand and said, I want an anchovy. <laughs> well, I, I know you guys are into your swim baits. We had a lot of that going on up in the bow with Alan Fong and Kent and others. But you know what? When it's got an anchovy on it, it works a lot better than just bear. Yeah, it does. It does. No but... question about it. Well, James, you're going to head into a great day of fishing. For those of you that haven't seen the pictures lately, he is uh, stacking them on the deck, laying them all out there. It is fantastic fishing out there, and the weather and the temperatures and everything's fine. How's the water laying down today? Like going around the corner Monday, we had a rough start. But, boy, after you broke through that corner, we were nice and smooth the rest of the day. Yeah, you know, the uh, current was going against the wind. We have real mild tides this week, so it, it creates a little bit of less, you know, uphill. I was giving you guys the, the rundown on the boat. You know, anytime you go over the top of Duxbury Reef there and you got uphill current, downhill wind, it, it can get pretty choppy. But I, I knew once we got up above there, we'd be in calmer, smoother water. So I'm glad I could show you guys that. I wish I, I wish I could have shown you a few more halibut, but uh, you know that's how that's how it goes out here in fishing. But uh, man, what a what a great trip we had, huh? A lot of fun and uh, guys loaded up on a lot of fish. It was. Uh, a great group. I'm, I'm really appreciative to have you guys on the boat. Well, a lot of the guys have already plowing through it. You know, Nate, our board op in the studio in there, he had a great time out there. Probably one of his first ever fishing trips, and I think he had his eyes wide open. I yeah. knew it was his first trip, Kent, when he turned to me and said, will you take my picture so I can send it to my mom? Yeah, exactly. And my brother said that was great. I was really happy to go. That was super fun. It was fun to have my brother on the boat fishing. And he said, hey, next trip we do, can it be a calm day in a bass boat? I said, yeah, we can do that. So, uh, but you know what, Sep? I mean, we talk about the California Dawn every week. We talk about how great the boat is and what a great Captain James is. But, you know, a lot of people may just sit back and go, yeah, they're just saying that because, you know. No. But the no. What deck a, hands, What man. a phenomenal boat. Great deck hands on top of it. Great equipment. Even the rental stuff, you, you go, man, this is really, you know, I want to buy one of these rods and reels. And it's just, it's a top-notch trip from the minute you walk on the dock to the minute you walk off. You know, folks, for those of you that think we might hype this a little bit, Go to go to Instagram. Check out California Dawn. Yeah, you will see the decks just covered with halibut, with lingcod, rock cod. It is happening out there, and this is some of the best tasting fish of the year. Yeah, every is. single year. This is when people go out and load up and prep for Christmas. All the fish they eat around. Yeah, Christmas exactly too. right. And it's it's what it's just a great trip, a great boat, and uh, and it is it is something that besides the decks full of fish, it's just a great experience. It is the roomiest boat you've ever been on it's yeah. like it's got two-way traffic on both sides of the cabin you can do anything you wanted a great fishing platform out there and i gotta tell you you guys had a huge area up there in the bow to fish with but it was worth it for us to watch a couple of those waves come over the top and soak your butts yeah well you know we were fine we were good <laughs> just being the rod father we were fine up there on the bow that's right, but yeah, I noticed you had Denise tied on with a rope. Yeah, we did. We we kept her between us so she didn't drift away. But it was uh, James it was, fun. was a star of just about every video you can imagine out there. We had uh, our stuff going for Instagram. They had the whole so you YouTube two idiots channel haven't stuff. mentioned the seagull yet. What about? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great photo, by the way. I enjoyed the seagull, but 
The best picture was the one that you guys shared on Instagram where uh, the seagull was looking at Kent. Kent was looking back, and the yeah. seagull didn't look too pleased with him. Well, that was the seagull's fault. You know what? I mean, he hit me mid-cast. I still had 50 yards of line past the seagull. So he, he took it in the he air. He flew right through my line. And uh, I was like, oh, no, this is going to wind up on Instagram. I knew it was going to happen. Well, it happened real quick with Marilyn with a big grin on her face. Oh, and, yeah. And I got to tell you, James is the one that sent us the photo. So, and there, you know. And there were no seagulls harmed in the capturing of that photo. Boy, there were some fish harmed in the capturing. There in was that a deckhead harmed by the seagull, however. Yeah, that, that guy drew blood. That's right. I, he did draw blood on my deckhand. That was a, he wasn't too friendly. He wasn't happy being on the boat. He didn't want to go. <laughs> well, James, how long is this great action going to last out there for you guys? You know, uh, it's a big spot of halibut moving up the coast. We The guys, listen, the fleet had limits in the bay yesterday. The, some guys had limits on the bar yesterday. Um, we had halibut up the beach on the coast. You know the link cod and stuff. I mean, this will go. This will go good through August. We're still waiting for the weather to calm down. It looks like I'm peering into it. You know, it's it's crazy to think we've had this much wind offshore for. Uh, we'll be going on one month starting uh, August 5th, and it looks like by the sixth or seventh, it looks like it starts clearing up. So. Um, we'll be doing this for a while, and then, you know, we'll start our island route. I haven't been out to the island yet this year. I, I can't wait to get out there check out, you know, Rittenberg Bank and, and some of the new spots that have opened up. But it, it's going to go, you know. And, and, and every time you get on the boat, like, it could be a different experience. You know, one trip you're in the bay, you're fishing bass and halibut. Next trip is Central Bay, rock piles, stripers, uh, bigger size fish. Next trip could be on the bars. Next trip could be a, a multi-species fish like what we've been doing on the coast, rock cod, link cod, halibut, and, uh, you know, and then soon off we'll be all fishing the island. So it just goes on just in different formats throughout the month and the month and the month after. Well, folks, I guarantee you there were about 25 or 27 people on board with us, had a great day on Monday. The guys on Tuesday had a great day. I'm sure the folks on Wednesday did, and so on. And I'm sure the folks on board today are going to have the same quality experience. James, give them all the hookup information they need. they got to jump on the Caldon 1 or 2 and get out there and share in this great action. Sure. The number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram, California Dawn Sport Fishing. Come check us out. James, thanks for hooking up with us. Thanks for showing us such a great time. And please, thank your deckhands and your great chef on board for a wonderful trip for all of our listeners. Hey, thanks, guys. It was a pleasure having you and all your listeners. We got we to gotta do this again. Let's Count. do this again next year. Count on it. You can plan Let's on it. Let's do it next month. So. Let's do it next week. We'll, <laughs> we'll be in touch. See you, buddy. Have a good one, James. Take care. Thanks. Well, I just cut him off real quick. You know, it's, when you come home from that trip and you fire up the, uh, you know, the seal the meal, it's, uh, it's a pretty good deal when you fill up a rack in the freezer. You know, we brought home so much lingcod, and those yeah. are big lingcod. Yeah, great fillets. Hey, our uh, board op in here went with us, uh, Nate Littlefield, that uh, the rookie fisherman he on was. board out there with us today on uh, Saturday, Saturday, Monday. on Monday when we headed out. I gave him a patch, you know, <laughs> one of those patches you're yeah. supposed to wear. Told him to put it on the night before. Yeah, well, he forgot. No, he put it on that morning. 
after he felt a little I felt, queasy. <laughs> I yeah, thought I needed to suffer a little bit. You know, I needed to go through the, uh, yeah, the, the trial. You know, that's yeah. all well and yeah. good until you have actually become seasick <laughs> yeah. and you realize, boy, that was a major league mistake that yeah. I just made. But he didn't get sick. Let's protect him right here. It was close. Oh, it was I, real. I'm close. knocking Sep. I've never had. I've never been Don't seasick. Say it. You Don't know, say it's it. never got to me because I spend a lot of time on the water, and I and I think that helps. But that's what Willie Carroll told I, me no, after I, five hours I of retching in the yeah, bottom of his I, boat. I totally get it. And uh, but God, I don't want to. I still. I'm on Dramamine. You know, for two days before I go on one of those trips. You know, it, it just isn't necessary. They have good medications yeah. out there right now, patches that are prescription. Yeah. And as I always say, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to prescribe it. But uh, yeah. they're out there. Talk to your physician about it. I talked to mine, and he gave me a prescription. Worked for me. Yeah, it uh, does make a huge difference. Yeah. Nate, what did you think about your first experience? Did you have any idea what was going to go on? I don't think you did because you walk in, you get in line, and it's yeah. going, yeah, it's time to rent your rod. Oh, it's time to get your hooks and all your gear and everything. I just kept going, Sap, come help me. Uh, but, no, everyone I, – I am by far a rookie. Everything I know about fishing is from the show pretty much. What yeah. did you think about the experience? It was, it was amazing. They're so helpful and nice. They, uh, sorry, I've got to do two jobs in here. Yeah, at one. Go ahead, do that one real quick. I know what he's doing. He's, yeah, he's putting somebody yeah, on hold. Somebody on quick. hold. So, um, yeah, they, everyone was so helpful and so nice. Uh, the deckhands, James, uh, Tammy, the chef, like ev everyone was incredibly helpful. And you know what it's like. Catching everything. Kent and I know how this works. They look around, they see the guy that needs the most help, so they hang around him. Yes, right. so, exactly. So, he he was getting service like I was getting. Yeah, you know, it's a great th it's <laughs> yeah. a great thing to stand next to Sep on the Maybe dock. they were yeah. standing there because they thought you needed the most help, oh, but he I was did. just next to you. Oh, I did need. <laughs> yeah, help. no, I I know how that goes. Nate stepped over my shoulder early on and he laughed. He goes, "It's kind of cool to see you in your element." I kind of laughed. I'm like, first this of all, this ain't, ain't my element. element, but 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 yeah, uh, you know, when you kind of turned Alan and I loose on the bow of the boat, and then JP Gano's nephews. They're, on the other were corner were all yeah those kids could fish their butts off and uh and they're you know they they flat caught them too so it was it was fun to hang out with those guys and and kind of they're like oh man you know my uncle jp i'm like i do know your uncle jp pretty well dude and they were you know so we were pals all of a sudden it was uh, but it was fun to watch them fish. everybody was having fun yeah. on board we had several people we'll talk to today you know there. who didn't help the person next to him much who just kind of just was like all about his fishing who? The Rod Father, Alan Fong. He didn't. He wasn't very helpful. He wasn't giving to, you any Denise. tips, was he? No, you gotta no. let him work. You know. Yeah, no. He he just he went into fish mode on us. Well, <laughs> I I just think it was great that uh, Nate wanted to go along our board yeah. up here at KHDK and wanted to participate in it and did and had a damn good time at it and caught the first big ling caught of the trip. And too. the family and yeah. the family did a fish fry that night mm -hmm. when you and I were just trying to figure out how to go to bed. So are you ready to go out again? <laughs> yes, and I will be wearing a patch. Yeah. I'll be talking to <laughs> my doctor i will be yeah i'm i i would definitely go again i would recommend i know the people that listen to this show are all you know probably very experienced but if they bring people and they're worried about bringing a rookie or something don't, don't be worried ever. everyone's so helpful and so nice and just friendly it was it was such a good time i was so they happy want to go out you to have a great time on the water That's the views the too beautiful it was beautiful going under the golden gate bridge and then once you get out we're in point rays i think right. and it was just clear open and then fishing next to alcatraz that's like a 
once in a lifetime kind of thing. Nothing like an eye opener for a first timer. Yeah. Huh? We've that only done first, that a thousand. That times. first trip <laughs> under the Golden Gate's pretty cool though. That first time you run under the gate, you're like. Wow. It's surreal. A different view of it. Yeah, absolutely. It really is. You drive across it a hundred times, but it's different when you run under it. Oh, I'm not driving over that anymore. (laughs) That's a fact. Well, it was a great trip, Nate. I'm glad you went along with us. I'm glad you had the experience, and we will do it again. We've got to take a quick break because when we come back, we're heading straight to Bodega Bay and climbing on board the new Sea Angler with Captain Rick Powers. Right after this quick break, y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked big time. to share in the excitement of a world-class fishing experience, a fishing getaway with friends, or a tour of San Francisco Bay or Northern California's coast? With over 35 years of experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, Captain James Smith and the professional crews of the California Don 1 and California Don 2 will put you in the action. The 50-foot Cal Don 1 and the 55-foot Cal Don 2 Catamaran both offer a great fishing platform for comfort, efficiency, and the smoothest of rides on the water. Specializing in live bait potluck trips, California Don both Boats are powered by twin diesel engines with the latest and greatest in marine electronics, sonar, and safety equipment. Heated cabins, comfortable seating, full galleys with hot meals and restroom facilities make the Caldon 1 and 2 the, the most comfortable fishing charters available. Seasonally fishing halibut, stripers, sturgeon, shark, salmon, rockin' lingcod, and of course, crab. There are those moments of special opportunity for bluefin tuna, albacore, white sea bass, and other exotics coming within reach. And the captain will announce any planned trips for the species. This is Captain James Smith. If you're ready for our great on-the-water fishing experience, look no further. Give me a call at 510-417-5557. I'd love to show you Bay Area fishing at its finest. To book a trip or find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on either the Caldon 1 or Caldon 2, give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check them out on the web at CaliforniaDawn.com. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman is now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. Hi, this is Seth to tell you about my favorite car dealership and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956, it's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy gauge aluminum boat headquarters. 
featuring the full line of Kingfisher boats. The offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And Godfish and Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at Godfish and Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Well, as you know, there's a lot going on in saltwater, and one of the things we need to do is move up the coast a little bit. That's right. Let's head up to Bodega Bay. Let's climb on board with Captain Rick Powers on the new Sea Angler and find out what kind of action he's been experiencing and when and if we're going to get some weather to head out after some of those bluefin tuna. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. Yeah. Tell us about it. What's going on out in Bodega Bay other than you got those lovely 65 degree temperatures out there? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we're, we're powering our way down. We're, we're just about ready to make our first stop step. Fishing's been really good, really good. Uh, midweek, we had an excellent lingcod bite. Uh, we are going to stop on some big vermilion canary brown rockfish rock cod have been on a tear so fishing's been good we haven't been able to get offshore for quite some time we're anxious to get back out there and get into that deep water but it has been over three weeks since we've been offshore but in the meantime we're fishing up and down the coast fishing's been really good we've been getting in early on quite a few days so uh we'll see what the day brings well, the interesting thing is everybody coming under the gate is heading up your way, too. They're all heading up, heading to the top of Duxbury. They're not all the way to you, but you've got the best of all the worlds up there. You've got so many pinnacles. You've got so many waypoints. You can just drop in any place you want to and undoubtedly have some great fishing experiences. Rick, are you seeing any halibut in any of your waters? We had some halibut showing up in places they don't belong when we were out on Monday. Well, there's guys fishing uh, the inside Tamales, of course, the Tamales Bar. Had a couple of buddies that were fishing right outside in the outer bay. Once the water warms up, the halibut will be biting here, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're concentrating our efforts on rock cod and ling cod. Like I said, uh, the ling cod snapped midweek. Rock cod have been on fire, so it's been good fishing. Um, I do have to tell you that this has probably been over the years, I would say <laughs> one of the windiest Julys I've seen. But that bodes well for the future, Seth, because once August rolls around, it's going to get flat, it's going to get glassy, and it should be for extended periods of time. So, so that, guys that want to get out, get some big rockfish, hammer on some huge lingcod, or maybe get that big bluefin, that's going to be the time to go. Well, Rick, how are you going to handle the bluefin? Are they to call in, get on a list? Are you going to announce it, or have you already got a list that's longer than you need? We've got a call-in list. I want to see what happens after this wind gets by. I have no doubt that we're going to have bluefin. It's just when and where. But uh, they were all up and down the coast. They were from Half Moon up. We had them uh, Bodega Canyon, Cordell Banks. I think it's just uh, you got to get the conditions. We need some flat weather. We had really... Kind of weird this year. You know, during the spring months, we were able to get offshore, usually when we get northwest wind. Things have kind of changed up. The northwest wind came a little later offshore. So we've been plagued with wind this July, but it will flatten out 
and August and September should be super. Well, it's absolutely great up there. I, I don't know if you're scooting up all the way up to the mouth of the Russian at any time right now, but that, that rock fishing up there is spectacular. You can take your bass gear out there and just have a phenomenal time on the side of your boat, just one after another, and you never know what you're going to get up there. Is it all rocks up there? Is that why it's so productive? Yeah, it's, I mean, from Point Reyes to the south to Point Arena to the north, it's just a series of rock piles, and uh, I, I've been fishing down south lately. But you can literally hammer the rockfish, you know, honestly, 15 minutes, 20 minutes from the dock. Uh, we got a lot, a lot of area, and we haven't even gone north. We've been fishing all down south. Fishing's been really good. As a matter of fact, in about 10 minutes, these guys are going to have fish on their lines, and they're going to be having fun. Nothing so, but confidence. A lot, of, a lot of places to go. Nothing but confidence from one of the most experienced captains out there. He's been around since. Yes, we're going to catch him. Just be ready. <laughs> That's exactly what it takes. Don't worry. Just get up next to the just, rail and just, get ready. Just, to, just be ready. Don't screw up. Drop it when I tell you. There's going to be people reeling them in all around you. Yeah. It's you don't want to be you left out. You don't want to be left out on this kind of action, folks. The coolest thing about Bodega Bay, though, Rick, is it's just a wonderful little community along the coast where there's so many things to do for the entire family. If father and son want to go out, or if the whole family wants to go out, they can get on board the boat. You've got one of the biggest, safest, biggest fishing platforms out there. Tell them about it real quick. 65 by 20 feet wide. <clears throat> the boat is actually licensed for 48. But since uh, COVID, you know, we're running with half that amount. People have found out that they like a big boat with not not as many people on it. So uh, we have plenty of space. It's a comfortable craft. Moves along good in the ocean. I'd say it's probably one of the better uh, sea boats up and down the whole coast. It really takes the weather well. Hey, it's just it's just um, a little smaller than a princess cruise. Right. Hey, Rick, have you, realized since, have you realized since COVID, buddy, we don't hear the term cattle boat anymore? That's true. That's true. Almost all the boats have uh, decreased the amount of people that they're taking. They charge mm -hmm. a little more. They take a lot less. But if you want comfort, most all the boats have, have decreased the amount of people they're carrying. So it makes it nice. Yes, it does. It was nice for us on the California Dawn earlier in the week, and I'm certain it's nice for all your anglers up there. Oh, having yeah. that room around you not having somebody pressuring you or bouncing into you gives you all that freedom. And it really lets you appreciate what you're doing out there. And it's a blast, folks. There's no excuse not to get out there and share in this. It's a great time to get out and get some of that great white meat. I did, and I'm going to continue to head back out there again. Light tackle. That's my game on this kind of stuff. I really enjoy that's it. That's funny. When Tuesday morning you said, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> that's because I was hurting from head to toe. My ankles hurt. My knees hurt. My hips hurt just from rocking in the boat a little that's bit. That's right. But Wednesday morning, it was like... We were ready to go back. we got to get a date set. I know. Captain Rick Powers on the new Sea Angler out of Bodega Bay. Folks, if you'd like to beat the heat, you need to get to Bodega Bay and make a reservation. Give Captain Rick Powers a call. Climb on board the new Sea Angler and find out more about bluefin tuna fishing. Find out all about the opportunities that you have out there. Rick, give them all the hookup info so they can do exactly that. Okay, Seth. If somebody wants to get out, Bodega, talk to us about fishing. You can reach us at 707-875-3495. I think August is going to be a great month, and we should be back offshore. So give us a call. We'd love to take you out. Certainly going to be calmer seas, too, folks. Now is the time to call. Give them that phone number one more time, Rick. 
707-875-3495. Thanks, bud. We appreciate you sharing with us today, and we will talk to you again real soon. You and Ken have a great day. You do the See same, you, my friend, and I hope your clients all go home with bags full. Take care. Fun out there. Nothing but it fun. It really is fun. I mean, if, if, if our listeners are not going, man, maybe we should get a group and hey, go down and do that. If you haven't done this next guest and done this with the next guest, you're making a mistake. Have you ever been shark fishing, Kent? No, the seagulls were biting me. So yes, I don't want to go to shark fishing. Let's go climb on board with Feeding Frenzy right now. And Captain Ricky Acosta, he's out this morning shark fishing. One of the most fun things you can do in San Francisco Bay. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Chet. Tell us about it. Where are you at right now? What are your plans for this morning? I am uh, in South Bay, uh, just south of uh, the Giant Stadium, whatever the new name of it is it's always changing but uh just south i'm actually spinning the boat around right now we're going to drop the anchor in um six three sixty three foot of water this morning 63 feet of water when's your perfect tide situation for getting into these sharks because they've got a real sweet tooth at a certain time don't they yeah and so this this week's smaller tides and uh that's why i'm in a little bit deeper water you know i for anyone coming out on their own boat shark fishing for these leopards, I'd say, you know, 45 to 70 foot. Uh, we're on the deeper end just because of the smaller tide, get deeper and a little bit more water movement. But um, the incoming's just kind of getting rolling down here in South Bay. And as it starts to pick up, these fish are going to start biting good. Um, it's been really good shark fishing this week. Uh, before we get all the lines even casted we've been hooking up one or two fish before we even get all six or eight six rods in not eight we're not sturgeon fishing but now the primary uh, fish that you're going for out there is undoubtedly the leopard shark that's out there and they run anywhere from what uh, three three feet up to about five feet or so yeah yeah so keeper size is 36 inches and uh on the bigger side of things you know 54 55 inches is a really nice leopard shark uh, we're catching a couple seven gill down here as well. Nothing huge. Uh, we did have one on Wednesday morning that uh, we never tried to see it, but whatever it was, it was a big fish. We fought it for about 20 minutes before it broke us off. That means a couple of people probably got to fight it for a few minutes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what happens when you get one of those monster six or seven gills on there. It's like, uh, you want you want to take over on this, please? And then the guy that caught it initially just disappears. He's in the bathroom. The door is locked until it comes on board. That and catch catch, water on his forehead. Exactly. It's either that or the bat rays will uh, get to you. There's no question about that. I learned a little bit about shark fishing many, many years ago, and I'd go out and do some leopard shark fishing on my own too. Are they still using the old midshipman baits that they cut out of the stomachs of some of them? They're just repulsive baits seem to work really good. Yeah, that's definitely uh, an old-school trick that still is uh, used today. I've been having my luck, though, on salmon belly. Oh, well, I can uh, imagine. A lot of people like salmon bellies. It, it's so fatty. and They call it sugar some places. They have so much of it. That is a great bait. There's no question about it. But uh, the sharks are pretty well uh, – they like certain things, but they're pretty well going after anything out there. The interesting thing about it is it's the great fight, and that's what I think parents enjoy taking the kids out there. I enjoyed taking Boy Scouts out a lot. They had a great time out there fighting those uh, 
fish. And what an experience to see such a beautiful fish. And then most of them get let go anyway, don't they? Yeah, so it's it's an awesome fishery for literally anyone. I don't care if you – we leopard shark fishing is, is fun for everyone. Uh-oh, Rick, Ricky, you're cutting in and out a little bit. Can you stand up a little bit there? Hello? I got you now. I got you. All right. Uh, yeah, so it's fun for the whole family, and – the the action's fast paced. I know the last day we were out, we had uh, over twenty two fish to the boat by seven twenty in the morning. Yeah, that, uh, that'll that'll keep you busy. And if you've got <laughs> half a dozen people on board, you can have three or four on at a time. Yeah, so these fish are coming up, and once we start getting our scent trail out, uh, you'll usually get your first bite, and then while you're fighting that fish, you had your second fish on already. And from then on out, it just action-packed. It's actually harder to keep all the lines in the water than it is to uh, to get a bite once you get these fish schooled up under the boat. Yeah. Well, shark isn't the only thing you fish out in the bay. What else are you targeting this time of year? I know you're heading out for halibut. You're probably doing rock and lingcod. And my guess is you'd like another run out for bluefin pretty soon if, the calm, if it calms down a bit. Oh, yeah. Yesterday we had an absolutely killer day um, halibut fishing out in the ocean on the bar, and uh, it was the biggest grade of fish we've had this season for sure. Uh, It's always a good day when you don't have to bust out the tape measure, but the halibut yesterday were mean. They were huge. Uh, I'd say we had like a 12 to 15-pound average for uh, our six guys with the halibut. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like people need to get out there and get on the water, but they need to give you a call first and make a reservation. Ricky, give them all the hookup information they need so they can do that. Yeah, guys, if you want to get out uh, and fish this summer with us in San Francisco Bay or the ocean, you can give me a call at 916-214-5074 or Facebook and Instagram at Feeding Frenzy Sport Fishing. Now, Ricky's in, getting in place down there. He's going to give us a buzz back before the end of the show. And uh, if the tide's right, my guess is he's going to have a few fish on by the time we talk to him at the end of the show. So check back with us, Ricky, and we'll find out more. It's all about getting out there and having some fun, folks. Feeding Frenzy Guide Service, shark fishing, or any of the great other fish that are available in the bay, you need to get out there and get on it. Ricky, have a great day on the water. Good luck to you and your clients. Thank you, sir. All right, have have a great day on the water and take care. Quick break right now. We come back. It's RVs and Destinations right after this. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore, whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain Jay Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. 
Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, I've got some things that you need to do, whether you just bought a new RV, a used RV, or you've got one sitting in your yard. You know, certain things can go wrong, and it's very important that you test properly to make sure you're going to have a great trip and a trouble-free trip, too. Make sure you have all the accessories that you need. That's for sure. Hoses, sewer connection, extension cords, and everything they recommend you have at the dealership before you take off, too, like some of the chemicals for the toilets, the right toilet paper, the right soaps. That's fine. But when you get home with your new RV, whether it's new or just been sitting there for a while unused, you better set it up. You better get it leveled, chocked in place, and pretend you're in an RV park right now. Make sure that everything works. Check your propane. Make sure everything lights. Make sure there's no leaks. Check your gray and black tank valves to make sure they're all closed. You don't want one of those open going down the road, that's for certain. Test all your AC power, all the plugs, every switch check every one of them and remember you're not just all ac power you're 12 volt power too 
So unplug your unit from the home and work on 12 volts. Make sure all your 12 volt lighting and everything works too. And that includes your slide outs. When you're opening and closing your awning is another time. But slide outs can be notorious and big power users. So make sure they work well. Be kind of a drag driving home with a slide out out and I've seen guys doing it. Or maybe your awning still extended. Make sure you test the air conditioner. Make sure you test the heater. Make sure you test the thermostat. All of those things that work in conjunction with each other. And make sure you check ceiling fans, TV, everything that runs on power. But talking about power, never plug in at an RV park or anywhere without a surge protector. A lot of valuable equipment inside your RV and you don't need low voltage or high voltage burning it up or screwing it up. Check your tire inflation too and check all the seals around your windows, roof, and everything. Make sure you don't have any opportunities for leak. And I'll tell you what, one of the best ways, sleep in it. Stay on your driveway, stay in your yard, stay on your property for a couple of days just to test it all out. Cook everything, use the all the functions of the RV that you would when you're on the road. And when you get done, you're ready to hit the road. You know it all works well. And now, after a little bit of work, you can go out and have a great time with the family. Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and the huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back and uh, Kevin Brock and I were going to talk live this morning on Whiskey Town Kokanee, but the signal up there is a little iffy today, so he put together a pre-recorded one for us late last night. Take a listen to this about the action going on at Whiskey Town right now and Kevin's fishing over at Hot Creek, excuse me, Hat Creek, one of the places I used to fish when I was young too. Hey, hey, good afternoon, Sepp and Kent Brown. How you guys doing? Well, hey, we're doing great over here, and we want to do a little report on Whiskey Town. Whiskey Town Kokanee has been, well, let's just face it, it's been on fire this last even, even month. It's been so good over there, and we've been slipping over there, and we're getting fish, not little fish, but big fish. Fish 14, 15, 16, 17, what, almost 18 inches? Yeah. Yeah, we had one like 17 and like five eighths the other day. Uh, you know, just awesome fish. And, you know, I know I sound kind of surprised, but I guess what the guys I've been talking to said it's been good like this for a long time. And they catch big fish and bigger fish over on Whiskey Town. We've been trolling a lot anywhere between, you know, 40 to 60. Uh, the other day I went down to 80, uh, kind of in the middle of the day and in the middle of the lake a little bit more. Found a couple bigger ones out there at 80 feet, but 40 to 60. You know, whatever kind of your graph shows where you see some fish. And, you know, you mark lots of fish in there. And it, and it seemed that 1.3, 1.4 to maybe 1.6, right around there speed-wise. That was, that was about it. 
couple things we've found out over here for those bigger fish is, you know, with your with your dodgers in the back, make sure they really kick side to side really hard. Um, you know, you can tweak them a little bit, you can modify them, you can bend them a little bit, but when you stick them in the water, look at it. If it's rolling in a circle, uh, you're probably going too fast or you need to adjust your flasher a little bit. Um, what I mean by flasher is, you know, that, that five inch, six inch little um, teardrop looking little flasher, you know, kokanee flasher that sticks in the back. It, it seemed like pink or orange uh, was working. Uh, there was a white one that they called the, you know, the polka dot, you know, that had some blue and pink dots on it. That worked really good, but it was more for, more not only about just the color, but the action. The action was really important. That kick to side to side was, that really seemed to key it on. And a shorter leader. Um, you know, when I'd fish the Kings over in Orville and other places, we'd use a little longer leader. But over here for these Kokanee on Whiskey Town, it was, you know, 8 to 12 inches long. Um, yeah, I mean, like, super short. And you're like, well, you know, I don't know. And when I was looking at it, I'm like, this is too short. But, man, that's what was working. So, you know, let the fish tell you. So that was good, you know. And uh, I'm using double hook rigs and hooking a couple pieces of corn on there. Not a bunch of corn, just one on each back. Seemed to be fine. Um, nothing crazy. Um, you know, sometimes some garlic in there. Um, you know, sometimes guys were putting a little anise oil. Sometimes, you know, garlic oil. Sometimes guys were putting a little tuna oil on there. Yeah, I, I don't know what the exact mixture is. It's just kind of whatever you're liking. We put some out that just was just regular corn out of the can with a little garlic salt on it. And uh, man, that seemed to work really good. All right. Love you guys lots. Thanks for what you do for the industry. They can check out our reports at fishkevinbrock.com or book a trip 800-995-5543. Fish on. With decades of experience fishing Northern California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean, YouTube's Alan Fong Outdoors brings the outdoors and fishing directly to you. It's your opportunity to learn from one of the best in the West. Here's Alan Fong, the Rod Father. Good morning, Mr. Fong. Good morning. How you guys doing? Eh, we are having a great time out here. Kind of like you and Kent that up in the front right corner of the Cal Don all day. You kept Monday. moving farther away from me the whole time. Yeah, I don't blame him. I... I was so beat up after that. My <laughs> legs were killing me for three days. <laughs> well, yes. Sip and I were just talking about how we we, we were, were ready to go the next day. Fine. Yeah, we would have gone the next morning. Oh, it, I would have done it again all over. Oh, again. yeah. And there was no pain in our legs or feet or arms Alan, or hands or back. Don't let it hurt yeah. you, Alan. It, it we were all miserable <laughs> after that. When it was real rough up there, I didn't see you, Kent. You left. Um, yeah, well, Sepp needed to talk to me back in the galley about something. Yeah. The raffle, I believe. Breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> well, Alan, you yeah. uh, obviously had a stellar day up there on the bow, tossing your swim baits and everything, and it, it was a fun trip out there, no doubt about that. But uh, you just didn't quit with our California Dawn trip. You kept going all week fishing. Yeah, I did. Even in pain, I went. <laughs> yeah, I, had, I had all these trips arranged, and... You know, I didn't want to let anybody down, so I just suffered. <laughs> That's so, so I'm at work. <laughs> well, I'm glad you suffered through the whole thing and came out and did the California Dawn, but you you even headed up kokanee fishing. You went up the 80 corridor to some lake that uh, nobody can talk about, huh? Yeah, I got invited, so I went up there with uh, Roger, you know, Fish Lips and uh, Rick Teague, you know, with Blade Runner. 
And, you know, I said I wouldn't say anything about where I went, but, no, I was up on Highway 50. I know where you were. Everybody in the world knows where you were. The only lake that's putting out good kokanee fishing up Highway 80. It's got a U in it someplace right at the beginning, I think. (laughs) Yeah, and we just. We had a stellar day. I mean, it was unbelievable. The graph lit up. I mean, we were catching them. We had doubles. I mean, one time we had triple. And it was just crazy. And, um, you know, a couple of my brother was there. Another friend was there. They're really good fishermen. And they were having a little problem. They weren't hooking them like we were. And we were actually, I was running the boat, and I would run our downriver balls, slamming up against the wall. And I was catching them. Uh, you, yeah, but you have it once in a while, but it's definitely worth it. Now you're just so, in there getting getting the fish's attention, like other feeding fish are in the area when you do that, aren't you? Yep, and then <laughs> plus you know go up and down, and Roger would grab his cable and yank on it, and just something a little bit different that triggered that strike, you know. You so know, old Ted Sanford showed me some tricks like that 40 years ago. I bet uh, he said, "Watch this. We're trolling on Boca." And we could see fish kind of all over the place at the right depth. And he raised his yeah. downrigger up about 10 feet, and then he lowered it about 15 feet, and then he put it right back where it was, and boom! Just instantly, yeah. the change in depth, the change in speed, all of those things get that impulse strike right out of the fish. Yeah, it does. Just something a little bit different, you know? And, and you have to do these things. I don't care what kind of fishing you're doing. Because the next day, I took uh, Pete Jensen, uh you know him, Kent, right? I do know Pete. I took him to the Delta because he's been struggling just like a lot of these other guys and just did a clinic for him and just, he couldn't believe it, you know, and he's always, you know, I've been fishing down here a long time and I can't believe these little things that you're doing that make such a big difference. I even had a sturgeon chase my brush hog all the way to the boat. Almost got him. That would have been, a, that would have been a tussle. On a flipping stick with sixty-five pound braid, I would have had him in the boat. <laughs> my, my money's on Fong right there. <laughs> so, but yeah, you know, it's just those little things. I was showing them. I said, "You should just watch my videos because I tell you how to do it." And we caught a lot of fish on chatter baits, and I bet you I caught three to his one. And he was using fluorocarbon, and I was using braid, and I was explaining to him what the difference is because he tried to watch how I was doing it while I popped my rod and stuff, and his with the fluorocarbon it wasn't it was just getting weeds it was coming to the surface he just didn't have the right stuff but he realizes now you know how important it is all these little things that you do it makes you a better fisherman you know you and i have talked about it several times it's not doing two or three things right it's doing everything right that results in more fish from the knot it, to the tag that you have on there to the type of of swivels or whatever you may have in line, including your line, your reel, your rod, everything has to be ideal for the best yeah. successful situation. Well, yeah, you, why sure. didn't why didn't you help Denise the other day on the dawn then? Because you know you just kind of left her out there on her own. He didn't want to get out fish. Was talking too much smack. Oh, is that what it was? She was talking smack, so let put her on her own. She whooped me anyway. She 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 whooped me anyway. So what's the difference? Well, she kept dropping she kept dropping rockfish in my bag. I know she was. She you know, goes, "What do you think? Oh, put it in his." Yeah, yeah. She kept dropping rockfish in my bag. She's like she I, like I needed her help. I told her you needed help. <laughs> yeah, I kept it from going in your bag. Time you brought one up. I told you throw it back. 
Are you guys starting to get the idea that these trips aren't all about fishing? They might be about just hanging out with friends, giving them a bad yeah. time. Well, that's exactly what it was. We had some great people on board with us, uh, including Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. Just great friends yeah. that have been on California Dawn trips many times before. Uh, Gary Pilkington was sit standing next to me on the rail, and that I, he would just one fish after another oh there's another one. Oh, there's another one. yeah oh, he can catch him too he's a stick yeah, he's a he shooter he too. does all that kind of stuff the funny part with alan is is you know throwing those swim baits every once in a while we'd say you know we're in rocks oh we're hey no oh, it's smooth oh they're doing this they're <laughs> no, doing, I mean, no 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 i knew we were in kelp at one time and i'm thinking what in the world is james well got us james in this stuck kelp a, for? james stuck alan and i up in a kelp bed one time just just to show us sight what was fishing up what was up there it didn't take us long to hook up either <laughs> nope <laughs> nope it was fun dave hurley you know i want to thank him he was a big help because i couldn't get my rods down because it's so high <laughs> <laughs> i'd have left them i'd have left them up there till about 10 o'clock yeah, i had to go find him to help me get my rod down <laughs> That's well, awesome. sure, you shouldn't be on there if you can't reach your rod. That's okay. The two giveaway rods we had on the boat, I could hardly reach to get oh, down to get awesome. my way. That is so great. Well, folks, we had a great time out with Alan. He shot a whole lot of video out there. Well, I should say Denise Lou shot a whole bunch of video yeah, And I out think there. we messed up more of her video than she uh Well, we'll see it use. anyway. You well, can the best part was when she went, we're on, the, you know, we're on the California Dawn with James Smith, with Alan, with Sepp, and I just looked at her like, really? That was Kent, not Sap. You just called me Sap. Okay. But we're really? both a little larger than <laughs> Mr. Fong, that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so I messed her video up on purpose. Now, and don't step on Alan when you're backing up. That's right. It's easy to do. <laughs> Alan, we had a great time with you. So glad you were able to come along with us. But, folks, you need to be paying attention to Alan's YouTube channel. That's Alan Fong Outdoors. It's a piece of cake to get on there and get a subscription for it. You're going to see some of the video of our trips that we had this week. And I know he's got video of upcoming stuff that he'll have posted up there too. What do you got planned for next week real quick? Um, we got one uh, coming up on, you know, dead in the summer. We called it summertime blues on how to catch bass. And I show you where to go. And we had a great day. Took uh, Jennifer, another friend of mine, and we just had a killer day on spinnerbaits. Then we got one. She's just finishing up, you know, with Cal Don and, uh, how James is going to be going after these tuna, and I've been looking at it and going over it and writing some descriptions for it, and it's going to be a very interesting video. you got to watch it. More great stuff coming. Check it out, folks, and get a subscription on your YouTube channel for Alan Fong Outdoors. You won't be disappointed. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. Well, well you'll be live in the studio with us next week. We'll see you live here. I will? Yes, you will. I'll come drag you down here. <laughs> All right. Alan Fong, stop by at Fisherman's Warehouse. Pick his brain. If there's anything left for you there, I'm sure he'll get you into the right gear and tackle that you need. Take care, Alan, and thanks for hooking up yeah. with us. All right. Have a good one. We'll be right back after this quick break. Mr. Mike Ogney in Alaska. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. 
Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fish and Marine. For boaters who settle for nothing but the best, go boldly with Mercury. There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorenz products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing clearer views less clutter more targets incredible shallow and deep water performance Lorance has it all check out the new hds live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lorance.com lorance is the perfect locator for you now, now here's usafishing.com's mike ogney with our saltwater bay and coastal report i hate you mr ogney uh, you're, you're hating me so bad. This I'm hating up. you even worse when I saw that 70-pound halibut you caught in your drift boat right off the shore below your cabin. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a real <laughs> fun week, yeah. Um, no, lots of fish, uh, good weather. I mean, we've had great weather on the ocean. We've had, we're at 900,000 sockeye that have come into Kenai River. Just this week, we've had over... Just the last three days, we've had like 500,000 fish come in the uh, via river. You know, one thing I, I, I so appreciate good. about Alaska is they can change their limits on the drop of a hat. In a minute, they can change limits, and everybody's supposed to be aware of it. With these big numbers coming in, are you looking for maybe a little bit raised limit later on? Uh, we've been on a raised limit uh, since last Friday, our second day, our second day here. They uh, they bumped it up to a six. We're already boxed out. We've... Uh, we went up yesterday, and we kept just, I think, between eight of us, we kept, like, 10 fish. And, like, literally, like, well, I need another 12 pounds to top off this box to get it right to 50, which is the the airline limit. Right. So, we, you know, and, and that's it. We're, we're kind of done. I mean, we're looking around, and we're just having fun. And just the, it's just one of those years where it's all come together after so much disappointment with the family closure um back in california and stuff like that it's really fun to come up here and just get this out of my system and it's like <laughs> well having the a huge sockeye run is certainly a, a tremendous benefit up there but you've got all of them uh, is it too early for silvers over there on the anchor and places like that or are they like yeah it's, it's a little bit early we, we we've seen a couple of silvers in our catches on the uh, kenai just a couple um Every day, and they're but they're still two weeks out. And then when they come, that just opens up even more opportunities that uh, I'll have to investigate a little later this season. I'll come home for uh, the next month, and then I'll be rolling back up here to uh, to fish for uh, silvers and uh, 
you know, as I tell my wife, somebody has to close up the uh, the uh, vacation house, and she just rolls her eyes every time I say that. But <laughs> you know, it's it, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall on that sword every single time that you know I have to sacrifice and go up and do all this work and do a little fishing. Um, do a little do fishing. Let's let's see what what has he got that. around there. He's he's his cabin is halfway between Homer and Soldatna. He's in a little place called Clam Gulch. If you go to a map down there of the peninsula, you'll see exactly where it is. But he's got the Anchor River, which is a phenomenal, I guess, king salmon as well as silver salmon. The Kasilof is right there. The Kenai is right there. And I can never remember the other one. What's the other river that's right there? The Anilchik. And then we got the the, the Russian on the upper part. We got the saltwater fishery literally in my my front yard. Exactly. and we're just, uh, uh, you know, um, we come up and enjoy it. It's a beautiful little vacation home that uh, you, about and groups. Yeah, you rent it out. Time. You rent it out to groups, and it comes with a vehicle and everything. Tell them real quick about it, because you know how much time is around here. Well, we'll we'll, gre- we'll grease it here a little bit, but it's a three bedroom, two bath, beautiful little house in the country. Literally, moose coming through the through the front yard. Quiet neighborhood. Um, Real comfortable spot, big fire pit, and it's just centrally located. And I picked this spot because it's it's wilderness, and but it's close to everything else. I can I can get to the to the Kenai Airport in thirty minutes, Home Depot thirty minutes, Freddie Myers twenty minutes. But I'm down here in the country where I got moose and uh, the occasional bear coming through the front yard, and uh, we can ride our ATVs on the beach. And then we just take off on our little fishing adventures. We yeah. rent it out for a real affordable price. And uh, as I said, 10 lucky groups get to share this place with us over about a 14-week season. Uh, the other four weeks, <laughs> those are mine. <laughs> well, folks, if you'd like to take a look at this cabin or rent it, you can check it out. Where have you got it? On your I don't have it on, on the web right now. We've been, uh, you know, we, we've been so popular the last uh, few years, but... Give me a call, and um, I am going to pop up a, a brand-new website on it. We're breaking ground on the second cabin, and um, so I, I'm going I'm to create another uh, another website for it. Well, let's give them a phone number so they can call you up there if they'd like more information or possibly take a reservation and book a week for themselves. You got it. It's 707-479-0992, and... You know, you can always find me through the through the uh, Real Magic uh, Sport Fishing page. By the way, fishing's been great back home in Bodega Bay. Rock Cod, Lean Cod has been off the hook. I actually got uh, Jeff and Kim uh, Berger's son, Harry, up here with me. 13-year-old Harry came along with us. He's been an absolute tremendous help. The guy is a salmon slayer. And, uh, no, we brought, we brought him up because... He just is one of these enthusiastic young men who just loves to fish, and he's been a great addition to the uh, to our uh, to our family on this trip. So, um, you know, um, can't say enough about him. But fishing's been great back home in Bodega Bay for rockfish and lingcod. It's been spectacular here in Alaska. All right, Michael, we got a bail. Have a great time up there, and I know you'll be back, so I won't hate you next week. You have a great time. Travel safe, and we'll talk to you next weekend. Thanks, guys. Mike Ogney, he's having some fun up in Alaska, and I'm not. But you could, too. Give him a call on that number. We'll be right back. Second hour coming your way. 
It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next. Lawrence is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lawrence electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all, and their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Hey, we've got some good news. California Sportsman's now on Instagram. Just look up California Sportsman and we'll pop right up. Check out photos and videos of some of your favorite fishermen, and you can get an inside look at what it's like to be in the studio with us. Check us out on Instagram at California Sportsman. That's California Sportsman on Instagram. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsman. Summer is right around the corner. Now is the time to come up with a plan for training your dog, whether it's upland game, waterfowl, working on something specific, working on retrieve, building up bird drive, obedience, or puppy training. Call Olive Hill Kennels to line up a lesson, and we can work with your dog in the field and come up with a game plan together that works for you and your family. We are doing lessons Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to noon. Give us a call with any questions or to line up a lesson at 530 735 6217 or check us out at olivefieldkennels.com. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. And now, more California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson. Hey, we're back, and we've got a lot going on in the second hour. In just a moment, we're taking you up to Eureka to Greenwater Fishing Adventures. We're going to climb on board with Captain Tony Zapulveda and check in on the action up that way. We've also got Randy Pringle. He's live at Clear Lake with a BBT. He'll be doing our Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Big Nate's hooking up with us. He's going to talk about Berryessa, Pardee, and Comanche action. Travis Morgan's got more on deer hunting. It opens up here real quick. If you're archery, you're already out there doing it. And Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, is going to check in with us. And Ricky Acosta is catching sharks out there. We'll get him to check in with us before the end of the show, too. But Nate in the control room has got a little announcement for you. Take a listen to this. Yeah, so if, you're follow, you, if you've been listening to the show for the past couple of months, you know we're on Instagram now, California Sportsman. Uh, we got a video coming out this week on Instagram from the Caldon trip that we've been talking about the whole show. We got a bunch of photos coming out all this week. It's going to be all Caldon centric from from that trip, and uh, we're also going to have a giveaway. I believe we're giving away a life jacket in the next week or two. So pay attention to that. And uh, yeah, that's it. We got all kinds of goodies that we can find. We'll have some giveaways that go along with our instagram page too but let's head up to eureka area right now and let's climb on board the shellback 
with Green Water Fishing Adventures and hook up with the man himself, Captain Tony Zapulveda, joins us live. Good morning, Tony. Morning, boys. How you doing? We're doing well. How about you down there? Are those big old flatfish still hitting your baits? Yeah, still catching some big Pacific halibut. We had one last week that was over 70 pounds. We had one the week before that that was right about 80. Ooh. So, yeah, there's been some big ones around. That's obviously the case. Now, I don't know how many people understand the way the Pacific halibut works. It's not the California halibut. They're a little bit larger, and they're under a quota system for the number of pounds or tons that we can catch every year. How are we looking on that, Tony? Do you know where we're at? Uh, yeah, we're getting pretty close to the end here on them, I think. Uh, I think last I heard there was about 3,000 pounds left. and uh, So I imagine that's probably going to wrap up here in the next week or so. It's something that uh, they had a limited season initially, and then it's just kept expanding a little bit, I guess, with the health of the fisheries, but they don't want it to get out of control, obviously. That's right. Yeah, 39,000 pounds is what we get here in the state of California. We're politicking for a little more here right now, uh, not for this year, but, but in future years, it's looking like we might be able to get a little more. In, uh, so that's in the works, but uh, yeah, wrapping it up here, probably another few days to a week of Pacific Alabama fishing, I imagine. And uh, rock fishing, link cod fishing up on our remote waters run. That's what I'm up to here today. We're uh, we're charging north out of Trinidad, about 20 miles, and uh, gonna go hunt some big link cod. Yeah, you're going north instead of south down there to that Lost Coast. You've just got everything you need along that coast, don't you? Yeah, we're pretty spoiled up here. We got some good fishing. Tony, uh, what are you hearing? Yeah, been... Go ahead. What's that? I was just gonna oh, say. I was just gonna say we had big link cod around here the last week as well we had multiple fish over 30 pounds and Ugh. quite a few in the 20 pound bracket so those big are, ones those are very nice fish well tony the action up there is obviously pretty good but i know a lot of people are kind of paying attention and you must be too of what's going on 20 30 40 miles out what are you hearing as far as conditions for bluefin runs um it's really more the albacore we're watching at this point i mean it wouldn't surprise me if bluefin pop up at any minute as well uh, those things have been creeping north every year. Wouldn't surprise me at all if we have them in our backyard this year. But right now, our eyes are on albacore. Uh, it hasn't quite happened yet, but but it's getting close. Look, looks like there's some good conditions out about 70 or 80 miles, which is a little more than we want to go on a day trip. But uh, but that good water is pushing in fast. I imagine another week or two we'll be chasing albacore. Oh, that's outstanding. Uh, typical albacore, what do they run up there, 25 to 40s, or are they running a little bit bigger too? No, 40 pounds is a giant albacore, but, uh, you know, 12 to 25, 30 pounds is what an albacore usually run. Uh, but when you're in them, a lot of times it's a big numbers game. We had some days last year where we, we quit at uh, a little north of 70 fish. And, uh, and so it's a lot of meat. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I'd like to catch an albacore a lot more than I would a 150-pound bluefin tuna. I know that there's a, quite an accomplishment with that, but I don't know if I could handle it by myself. I'd be uh, probably going, hey, uh, Tony, why don't you handle this for a minute for me? And then I'd disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, those albacore are a little more manageable than a, than a giant bluefin. But, and uh, they don't require as expensive of, as tackle, you know? You don't have to invest three, $4,000 <laughs> in rods and reels. You can go out there with some pin stuff right out of your favorite tackle, tackle shop around here. That, that simplifies the whole thing. But you need to have the right tackle for the task, folks. There's no question about that. Tony, do you supply them the uh, heavy stuff like that when you're going out on those albacore trips, or is it pretty much they bring their own on those trips? Yep, we got all the gear. We got everything covered here. And uh, 
Yeah, we got uh, all the gear, clean the fish. All you need to do is show up with a fishing license and a lunch. Well, that sounds like a heck of a party to me. And how about accommodations up that way, Tony? Is there plenty of places for folks to stay? Yeah, lots of options. Most of my guys end up staying in Arcata. And, uh, but Eureka is an option as well. So lots of different places to stay. Uh, yeah, I know we're, a real we're primitive I, up here, but we're not that primitive. Yeah, I know a real nice RV park right there in Arcata with a Mexican restaurant within walking distance next door. It's a great hangout and a great place to stay when you're up in that area. Well, Tony, with all this hot weather, I know people are going to be bailing out of the valley and they're going to be heading your way. Give them all the hookup information they need so they can get a hold of you and get on board and share a little time on the water with Greenwater Fishing Adventures. Yeah, website is eurekafishing.net. Like I always say, it's a little outdated. I, I don't do much on the website anymore. Uh, best place to check out what we're doing. If you want to see some pictures and see what we've been up to is the Facebook page. Uh, Greenwater Fishing Adventures on Facebook. And phone number 707-845-9588. Tony, have a great day on the water, and thanks for hooking up with us today. That number again, folks, 707-845-9588. Enjoy your day, my friend. Have a great one. All right. Have a good one, guys. All right. Tony's with Greenwater Fishing, up there chasing after Pacific halibut, the California halibut, and nothing but rock and ling cod. Mr. Brown, gun owners of California, sent us a notice, and I didn't win again. No, you're getting good at not winning, Seb. Successful. October 28th is a return of the gun owners of California crab feed and tri-tip dinner. Where, Seb? In Vacaville. That's right. It's right there at home. So you'll be coming in late that Saturday, I imagine. Hmm. You can support your Second Amendment rights and have fun doing it. There'll be lots of crab, tri-tip, and all kinds of other great foods, as well as an auction raffle and games and lots of guns. Go to the GOC website. Click on Shop to get your tickets now. And uh, when you go to the dinner, you're automatically a member of Gun Owners of California and supporting them as they defend your Second Amendment rights. Winner number 30 of the 2023 Gun Owners of California, 52 guns, a 52-weeks raffle ticket number 138, Pete Mann. Um, didn't say where Pete's from, but congratulations, Pete. You've got a uh, CZ semi-auto shotgun in 12-gauge. They're going to be giving you calls, sending you down to Shooters Pro Shop or Guns Fishing and other stuff to do all your proper paperwork. Gun Owners of California, their 48th year of fighting for your gun rights as America's oldest pro-gun political action committee. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for Freshwater salmon, steelhead, and stripers, too. Check out eurekafishing.net or call Tony Sepulveda now at 707-845-9588. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. 
Stop in today or shop online at fishermanswarehouse.com. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and saltwater pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, live from the BBT Tournament, Mr. Randy Pringle, the I fishing wish, instructor. I wish I us. was at Clear Lake right now. So. I bet you do. Yeah, I bet he's... Yeah, I, there's been a lot of guys talking about a lot of good fish. A guy said he caught 11 a pounder the other day, uh, yesterday, and another guy said he had close to 30 pounds. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to weighing in a bunch. We got well, 91 boats out can't, there playing can't water. Come back in yeah. here. Can't, you think you I'm cannot not, leave. You think I'm not connected? The 30 pounds was Danny Cross. I already know about that one. Uh, yeah, I hope Danny gets them today. Him and his son have been having a great uh, season and a lot of fun fishing together. But uh, 91 boats, great field, man. That's a that is that's that's amazing, and and uh, especially for guys making the trek to Clear Lake, only six hour tournaments, and and uh, that's a that's a great boat count, buddy. It, it really is, and these, I mean, when you're talking about fishing and you're you're going out there, these guys are bass fishing. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, something's got to be done. I want to let you guys know, I just saw the video of the fish kill. Of where? It, it's in Rodman. Oh, really? Absolutely disgusting. Yeah. I haven't, thousands I haven't seen thousands it. Thousands of fish dead. Really? I haven't seen it. What is it, Randy? Is it just heat? Uh, so all different species of fish, uh, they're all on the water. Um, you know, they're just, they're just dead. One of the guys, the inspection guys, showed me a bob. He goes, let me show you this video. I go, when was this taken? He goes, yesterday. Mm. I went, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, those Crappie, are. bass, carp, bluegill. You know, catfish, everything. It's very common at Clear Lake, as we as we all know. But it, it's still a you know, it, and and you know, I had Paul Bailey on my show earlier, and and we we literally talked about that because when we saw those temps get up in that hundred and ten range last week for a few solid days, you instantly go, oh man, it's going to suck the oxygen out of places at Clear Lake, and we're going to have another issue. Exactly. So next week, dude. Anyway, so, hey, let's move on to another subject. Yeah. Hey, I was out. I know you guys were out on the Caldon, um, or you guys were out with uh, Smith, yeah, day before, or you guys were out. Who were you with the other day? We were with James on the Caldon, too, and and there was actually a lot of talk about Randy Pringle coming on the next day because they said that you had actually stood him up the past few trips, that you actually said you were coming and didn't come. I was in bed because I forgot that I didn't write it down. Uh Like I'm like I'm. Like I'm an honorable person, I called up Julie and said, "Hey, charge my card. That's I'm right. my mistake." So well, they were yeah, hammering you I pretty also good. Told by another guy uh, that you gave me a note to, and I really appreciate that. I'm not going to say it on the air what you told the guy to tell me. Yeah, well, you know, I just wanted to let him. I just wanted to let you know I was thinking about you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, so no here's problem. Your fishing you. tip of the week. All right, what not do we got? Do you get a guy like a James Smith? who is a sponsor of your guys' show, then you can go and buy everything you need for not only the bass guys for out here on Clear Lake, but now you got halibut stuff. Yeah. And 
you've got your beast reel, which I was throwing a beast, you know, uh, 50 beast, so I could throw that shallow water inshore catching those lings. And then you go down and get a quarter-pound spool of big game, a 40-pound test, and, and reaching, pulling out, you know, five feet and going, who needs a leader? Boom, here's your leader. Here's another leader. Boom, boom. And because those lings got so much teeth and you're fishing across all them beds of yeah. – uh, of rocks. clam beds and of course coral and so now not only do they take care of that then you go to the fathoms when you start going to that deeper water where you got to go down 200 to 300 plus so now they got the fathom reels by pen so now not only you're going from abu garcia pen and with the line and with the dura braid you've got all the elements from pure fishing to solve all your needs all at fisherman's warehouse you can go get it right there. Use the brick and mortars, and the brick and mortars will help you get all the gear from Pure Fishing, and that's your Pure Fishing tip of the week. They have so much variety and so much product that they can take care of all your needs. I talked to uh, Troy was on our boat. He said they just got a pallet of, uh, of reels in, so those guys that want to fish bluefin, they got the reels now. Sounds to me like there's all kinds of stuff going on over at Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores. But, you know, Randy, the uh, BBT events that you've got going up at Clear Lake is a great thing. But you've got more than that going on in your world. You're also the fishing instructor, one of the bass guides out in the Delta. What's the action been like out there for the guys? So here's the deal. When the guys are going out there and they said, I, I had a guy say, man, I caught 40 fish. And the fishing is getting good, but I didn't catch no big ones. And I said it's because the fish have adjusted on their relocation. Now, if you think about what I'm about to tell you, you've got to look at it from a perspective of a trout stream. When you have a trout stream and a sandbar is one side or the other or in the middle, and you get a lot of water that comes down, sandbar adjusts because of Mother Nature pushing all that water. It's happened on the delta. So now the water flow on a lot of areas that the anglers are used to fishing used to fish to the right. And just off of this, well, the water doesn't flow that way anymore. So now the water is flowing on a different angle. And so because of that, this these anglers got to adapt, and they're slowly but surely adapting and getting these bites now, whereas before they were fishing their same haunts and weren't catching a fish. And I know that people who uh, fish like Sherman Lake and some of the big break, where Kent knows those really well, he could probably attest to a lot of those creeks are silted in, but now this year, because of the high water, they're available to fish. Yeah, you can get out, and a lot of the weeds got washed out of them, too. Yes, so we've lost the weeds, so that lost a lot of that structure. The, the fish have positioned themselves differently, so now with the bite, if you want to catch that better than average fish, look at the water as it's a new body of water, and don't go back to your original haunts change it up and start over because it's different and if you do that in your mind i was out there uh with matt pano and uh, his dad tony pano and we did well we caught frogfish caught some really nice frogfish up to four or five pounders and so we had a good day there then we went to the crankbait bite and the crankbait bite was just off the chain up to five to six pounds on a crankbait it's just adjusting to the different way the current hits the bank. What area of the Delta are you working, Randy? Nunya. 
<laughs> really? That, that over there? Yeah, you really left got to there, there actually. There? You got it right I'm into the definitive. Delta. He's left. Well, he said Sherman and Big Break. You know, he was talking about that area. Okay, and so exactly. So what I'm doing is, and I'm going down like the San Joaquin, where I know it got hit hard uh, of current. And so I'm fishing tule patches that Kent and I used to fish out of Big Break. You know, you go right straight across to Edo's and start fishing those tule patches, which they hadn't been good. Now they got fish on them. Yeah. It's because the weeds are gone. They moved to the bank, and they're out on the edges. Now you're fishing five feet of water. So those are the kind of areas that I left alone because the weeds created too much product for the fish to find. Where, and you, you couldn't target them. It was very difficult. Now because the weeds have been gone now you've got to have those fish they're on the sandbars they're on those eddies or they're up against the bank and where we stop fishing because there's dead water it's no longer dead there you have it from the fishing instructor what's going on up at clear lake what's going on in the delta and why you should be out there getting in on the action too randy give them all the hookup information they need so they can climb on board with the fishing instructor and get out there and have a great time or maybe get yeah. involved in one of those beginner See, bass tournaments where your best bass tournaments were initiated and very successful. Yeah, we got a lot of new members this week, and it's been really cool to have these young kids out there and having people like Cross bringing his son out. We got a lot of fathers and sons. Well, I hope somebody's calling me wanting to figure out how to do the paperwork for that $8,000 White River Marine bonus today from your tournament. And you know what, Kent? I'll have to say this. I've got so many people that have won money at just about every tournament with a ranger with a nitro and the triton i haven't seen recently but i have seen rangers and nitros yep. a lot recently yep we we have sent some eight thousand dollar checks to your anglers and uh and quite a few of those five hundred dollar checks so it's a it's a I've it's a good program that gentleman him and his dad and he fishes with his son and, and the other division yeah and they've been doing a really good job and they're winning that uh you know that Top ten number. Yep, and the Mariani the Mariani boys have cashed a check or two as well. So it's it's cool. Yes, to see. they have. Yeah, so cool to see. We're looking forward to everybody. And uh, if you want to climb on board with me, you can give me a call at area code two zero nine five four three six two six zero, and or you can look me up through the website thefishinginstructor.com, and let's get on those fish, guys. Randy, thanks for sharing with us today and filling in for Senior Tuna. We always appreciate it, and we'll talk to you again real soon, my friend. You got it, brother. You have, guys, you have a good day, huh? See Randy. Randy Pringle, the fishing instructor, out there having some fun. Speaking of fun, this guy is sitting on his butt today, live from the couch, like I did Tuesday, like you did Tuesday, <laughs> like Alan Fong did Tuesday. And probably it, Randy Pringle did Thursday. Yeah, I did, or Wednesday. <laughs> he Wednesday. Would have, he would have been on a yeah. Motrin day, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, our next guest is Nate Kelsch with Big Nate's Guide Service. He's taking a well-deserved day off today, but... This last week, he's been running around at Berryessa Party and Comanche all over again. So something must be biting. Let's check in live with the man right now, Big Nate from Big Nate's Guide Service. Good morning, Kelsch. How are you doing today? Hey, good morning, fellas. I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you all doing? Uh, we're doing pretty good in here. We're recovering from that saltwater trip that we took this week. But, Nate, what's going on out there in the freshwater on your favorite lakes? 
Well, I'll tell you, I fished three different lakes this week. Um, two of them were great. One of them was terrible. Well, I'd say, and... let's see, Berryessa was probably terrible. <laughs> Pardee was great, and Comanche was better than average. Yes, you are, you are correct, unfortunately. <laughs> it's going to change. You know it, and I know it. It is. Tell them it about, is, tell them about Berryessa. What would you do up there? Well, Berryessa was, uh, was actually – probably the toughest i've seen it this year um i had i had some guys i told them you know i guys i i i don't really feel confident going out to the lake and taking you all out but said you know let's just go for it so we went for it anyways we ended up hooking up eight fish um we got uh, i think we got three to the boat one was a trout one was a salmon one was a bass and uh and it was, I mean, it, it made for a long day. I, I did absolutely everything. We ran from the dam. We went all the way up past Big Island. We fished Gears Cove, Spanish Flat. We fished everywhere. And uh, there just isn't anything going on. There just isn't. Well, it's uh, obviously going through a transition period right now. We know that the kokanee are few and far between in there, but they are available. We've got some 14s and 15s out of there. You know there's big kings cruising around there. Probably got so many minnows. You remember how many were along the shoreline a few weeks ago. So it's probably slowed down. But what are you experiencing over at Pardee right now? Is that still staying hot with the cokes and big fish after that up the river? Pardee, the uh, the kokanee bite is on fire. Um, the rainbows are still fishing really good. Uh, you know, everything seems to be from, for the kokanee, from about 30 to about 65 feet. Um, pink is the best color. Anything you run in pink, you know, whether it's a spinner, a hoochie, an apex, a flutter bug, anything like that. I mean, pink, pink is a go-to color. Um, the the rainbows, pulling optimizer spoons is still just just slaying them. Um, you know, I've I've been running uh I'm running the kokanee before, and then uh, once we get our limits, we switch over to rainbows for a little bit. And you know, we're getting two to two to five rainbows, I'd say, in probably about an hour, hour and a half. So. I mean, the, the bite of party is fantastic. How about Comanche now? That was just really lit up for a while. Big fish, they started dropping down, and uh, you started moving other places, but obviously it's still picking up, or the, the thermocline may be developing rather nicely for you. So I, I didn't fish Comanche in probably like two months. Um, I switched over to party. I was fishing other lakes, and uh, I had a group that uh, that they had been out with me before, and they wanted to go hit Comanche, and I said, heck, heck with it. Let's go for it. And uh, we hooked up 26 fish by 10.30 in the morning. Um, we got 17 to the boat, probably up to about five, five and a half pounds. And, you know, I the, the fish, the, they were quality fish. They do have copods on them. So, you know, if anyone tells you that they don't, that is a, that is a lie. Um, they do have copods on them. Um, you know, you throw them in ice. You, you can scrape them off with a, with a nice sharp blade. Um, they're still cutting really nice, but they definitely have the copods on them. Yeah, the cocoa pod gives it, it looks like an orange zit on them, and they, sometimes they get them all over the place. But once you uh, fillet those out, remove the skin, it's not an issue whatsoever. It won't bother you. You don't taste it or anything like that. Exactly cocoa right. Cocoa pods usually get on there when the water's a little warm, the fish are hanging down lower, and cocoa pods live on the bottom of lakes, but they'll move up a little bit, and they'll hang on to those fish and uh, ends up making a nice zit on the side or 10 or 20 or 40 or 50. Some lakes that Marilyn and I fished years ago up at Klamath Falls, uh, you didn't want to touch the fish. 
You just looked yeah. at it and it looked like, holy crap, this guy had a bad date with a big mosquito. It it just didn't look good. You didn't want to even handle it at the time. Copepods come and they go. Their populations breed in the lakes. Sometimes they're heavy. Sometimes they're just nothing and it has very little impact. Remember Berryessa, how bad they used to be up there? You see any copepods at Berryessa now? I haven't seen any. None, I have not. None whatsoever. That's it's, what it's happens. Been, it's been five, six years at least since I've seen one. Well, folks, things are going to pop on these lakes. The stratification, the creation of the epilimnium, the hypolimnium, and the most important level, the thermoclines in the lake. Remember, the epilimnium's got a lot of bait available in it. The thermoclines got the ideal temperature range in bait, but that thermocline down, excuse me, the bottom of the lake has very low concentrations of oxygen in the water and very poor food availability. So there's a fish going to be hanging in the top two-thirds of the water. You just got to be able to find out which ones are hanging at what depth once it stratifies, and catching fish should be easier if they're there. That's what we're looking for right now. That's it. And I'll tell you, out at Barry S, I was marking bait all over the place. Um, you know, but it was all from... 15 to about 30 feet, just like it was, Sep, uh, you know. When we were up there three, a few weeks yeah, ago. A, a month ago. Yeah. I mean, it's still up high, but the water is so warm up there that none of the fish are in it. I mean, I was marking bait, but no, you know, no no fish marks in the bait. It just hasn't stratified yet. It will. As Not these, yet. These warmer days, and as the wind starts going away, the wind will keep things uh, disruptive a little bit. And once that calms down, things will be a little bit better. We've got great weather pattern coming up for the next couple of weeks. It looks like the weekends are going to be like 100. But during the week, it's going to be low 90s and even dropping down into the low 80s for the next couple of weeks. But the weekends definitely look like they're going to be around the 100-degree range. So you've got some opportunities, folks. And what a great chance to get out with Big Nate from Big Nate's Guide Service. Comanche's banging them, parties banging them, and bury us a will someday. And you can bet that Nate and I will be letting you know when and if that ever happens. That's for sure. Nate, give them all the hookup info they need so they can get more information and get out there and get some of these big fish. Let's do it. You guys, check me out at Big Nate's Sky Service on Facebook. Um, give me a call at 916-860-9180. We'll get you out there wherever the best bite's going on, and uh, we'll put you on some fish. Nate, enjoy your day off and get back to it next week, my friend. Will do. Sounds good. Thank you for the call. Nate Kells with Big Nate's Guide Service. Hey, you know, uh, Eagle Lake is really productive right now. I've been talking to the guys up there. My buddy Bob Smalley was up there. He just spanked him. We talked to him last week. Robert Muller spanking him up there. My guess is by now he's probably limited out on the day. Yeah, it's a two-fish limit up at Eagle Lake. But the average fish is running three and a half to four pounds right now. Uh, have you ever caught one of those? If you haven't, you need to get up there right away. There's plenty of places to stay, plenty of campgrounds. Boat ramps are all easily accessible, so get up there and get involved. Eagle Lake just sitting there waiting for you with trophy rainbow trout. Hey, where's Maryland? It's about time for Get a Clue. Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, 
you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. The weather is good, and folks are definitely traveling on our highways. Please make sure it's not you ahead holding up vehicles as we wind our way down the road. Are you the driver of the big RV or fifth wheel or towing a boat behind your truck? Or are you just playing road sheriff and controlling everyone's speed? Check your mirrors often. When you're holding up an entourage, you're to pull over and let them pass. Turnout spots are plentiful and well-marked, and passing lanes are to let others get by. So let them. If we don't want to travel your speed, just let us get around you. Get a clue. Move over, and you'll get a friendly wave instead of sign language. Take care of yourself. Stay safe till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com, and all shows are archived there too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Oh, it's going well here. You missed a good fishing trip on Monday. We went out on the California Dawn, but my guess is you were probably out in the field sighting in your uh, crosshairs right then. No, I didn't get an invitation. Yeah, that's right. We didn't call you, did we? That's right. <laughs> that would be part of it. Uh, actually, I was digging ditches for Dad on Monday for his house. Yeah, well, Dad's house had a little hit by one of those fires that came through. The big hit, I should say, is one of the fires yeah. came through there. 
Well, you know, we were digging a, a new septic and water lines on my, last Monday, so got that all taken care of now and getting close to finishing it. Well, when you're sitting on a tractor, that's probably when you saw some deer out in the distance, my guess. <laughs> no, no, unfortunately not around the house, but yeah, I did take a trip around the ranch, and there are some out there sitting there thinking of how I'm going to get on them, and there's a couple different methods that I like to eat well. One method I like to use is spot and stock, and you know I'll spot him from a distance, and then try to figure out the path he's going to take and get in front of him and let him come to me. Yeah, well, how, how often does that work? Eh, about fifty percent of the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, there's got to be a level of excitement going on out there because uh, August first, we got uh, B zones are actually opening up, and everything is starting to pop right now with the approved general season for the A-Zone units opening up on the 12th. So guys have got to be out there scouting. they got to be spotting everything right now. They've got to be sighting in their rifles, picking the best ammo that shoots straight. What else can? What kind of tips can we give people out there other than the fact that it's not as dry as usual, although it has turned brown and dried pretty quick? They're going to have water and a lot of availability. So it's either sit on water or spot and stock, isn't it? Pretty much, or you can use the old sniper routine, shoot him at 1,200 yards. Yeah, well, that works out real good. I don't know how long the shots you and I used to take with that 338 Lapua out the back of Quail Point, but how long was that shot? Was that 500 yards or 1,000? That was 1,000 yards. Man. What we set that target at. Boy, were we lucky to hit that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's always fun. No, but yeah, the best thing you do right now, like I said, you, you mentioned there, make sure you guys sighted it real well. Prepare for your trip. Make sure you got plenty of water. It's going to be hot. It's A zone. Uh, B zone archery, like you said, is opening here on this weekend. And so it's going to be a little warm up there. And archery hunting is all walking the stock, spotting the stock. There ain't no other choice on that one. Yeah. It's you know, set on a trail and just pray that he comes by. It's, it's a sneaking day. If you've been out, folks, if you've been looking at the trails, if you're a deer hunter, you've been seeing, oh, look at these prints here. This is really used. Oh, they're not using this trail anymore. And you got to find your spot. That's all there is to it. Spot and stock works great. But you know what? You and I are pretty good-sized guys, and uh, they're going to see us. It's going to be like they're going to spot us while we're trying to stock them. Well, I don't know. I've, got, I've grown up in the woods so much, I've gotten pretty quiet, even though as big as I am. I can still go there pretty easily. Well, I just you – know, I My just, knees just don't let me anymore. <laughs> I just know that all of their senses and everything are just on – as soon as they hear that first gunshot, they got everything turned up to – High volume, and they are paying attention to every noise. They I don't know see. who both of you are kidding, because going through the woods with all of us, it sounds like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, God. Just putting one foot oh. in front of the other out there. Oh, geez, that's a high rock. Can we have, oh. can we have our break now? Yeah. Who's got we a, never yeah. saw a deer this weekend. Who's got a cold one? <laughs> Good Lord, I need a beer. <laughs> you, you know, there's one, there's one thing about deer hunting. You're either lucky, skilled, or you're me, you know, <laughs> it, it just doesn't happen. I, I don't deer hunt any longer. I went out deer hunting once and, uh, had my opportunity and I thought, yeah, no, I really would rather have a cow. <laughs> so we went back and bought half a cow from Joe Gates. That's just the simple way it worked. Travis, it's, it's all a very serious season coming up. There's going to be a lot of deer taken. I had no idea the quantity of deer that are taken annually in California, or at least the quota tags. There's Tens of thousands taken every single year. I kind of wonder how many are taken by 
uh, mountain lions, how many of them are taken by vehicles and all of that. There, We must have a huge population out there, but uh, more and more people are having a hard time finding them occasionally, aren't they? They are, and it's uh, due to management, as you said. You know, um, get out there. there. There are a plethora of tags out there to get every year. And California came up with this great idea of these zones. Before the zones it existed, there was coastal season and inland season. Yeah. The, the hunting seasons were better. The deer quality was better. And more of them were seen. And the herds were, the population of the herds was controlled a lot better. Now we got pockets where herds are really big and no, hardly any quality to them. And then you got a few pockets where you got good quality deer. But there's so few of them, they're hard to find. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it, just keep going. Go ahead. It's very interesting to see when the seasons start opening up because it's got to be confusing to people. There's no doubt about it. We got the 812 general season for A zone, then 916 B zone, B1 opens up, and then 826 B4 opens up. And then there's a whole series of 923, the D zones open up. So wherever you're hunting, folks, it doesn't mean it's open up on the August 12th like Zone A does. You've got to be careful. You've got to know the boundaries. You've got to know exactly where you can be. And don't be shooting one across the street in a different zone. That doesn't work out very well either. No, they they tend to get upset about that one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, you know, California has the earliest deer season throughout the United States, they open in August. Most of them open in September or October as opening date for uh, deer almost in every other state. And the problem with that is it makes it so hot, it, it's hard to get on these deer. You know, it's hard to see them because they're bedded down tight in the shade someplace, and they blend in very well. Oh, yes, they do. You know, you've walked up on them, too, and had them bolt 10 yards from you before, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I got the biggest one I ever shot that way. I actually almost stepped on him. <laughs> Travis Morgan stepping on deer with guns, fishing, and other stuff. Folks, if you need anything, where there's ammunition, scopes, rifles, or anything for deer season, stop by the two stores, one right there in Vacaville and the other one down in Dublin. You'll get everything you need, including a good customer service person hooking you up with exactly what your needs are if you're not certain. Travis, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk again next week, my friend. Well, I'll talk to you then. Everybody pay attention. The ad came out the other day. It's on Facebook. It's on the website. Come on down, see me, and I'll see you at the store. You got it, partner. Thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. No problem. Take care. You know, Travis is uh, quite an outdoorsman and hunter. He and his father travel all over the West going after deer, elk, everything they can think of. You got an outro. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Henderson. I'm going to make a quick change right here. Mr. Mitchell, Captain Mitchell, hang on for a second. I'm going to do something else real quick. I'm going to go to Ricky Acosta, who's out shark fishing in San Francisco Bay. Let's go live to him right now and find out what's been going on this morning. Good morning, Captain. What's going on, Seth? Lots of action is going on. We're fighting one right now. We've been fighting this one for a long time. And not sure what it is. It's a big one. Now we have a sea lion, so we're trying to really put the wood to it. But the leopards are biting this morning. Uh, doubles, triples, 
losing fish, landing fish, releasing fish. Kept, kept a couple. We got a couple in the cooler right now. That's all you need. A couple of them, they're big enough. Everybody can take home meat, and you don't put a big herd on the fishery. It's a great fishery, folks. How many fish do you think you've caught in the last since you got out there? We're getting close to 20. Yeah, folks. Doesn't it sound like fun to you? Most of these fish are running three to five feet long. Just a great tussle on the end of it. It's a great way to go. How much longer do you think your tide's going to hold and keep this action going for you? Uh, this tide, this incoming will probably push till about 10, 1030 here. Just like I said this morning, we were waiting for the bubbles to start flowing behind my motors. And uh, as soon as we got a little bit of current moving, uh, the fish started biting and they haven't really stopped. So, uh, it's it's a blast. I mean, everyone's out here taking turns fighting fish, and it's just as fast paced as you, you want. So everyone takes their kid bluegill fishing. You know, that's how everyone gets hooked on it or a stock trout pond. This is essentially the same, but way harder fighting fish. Absolutely. Well, Ricky, I appreciate you calling back in. Ricky Acosta with Feeding Frenzy Guide Service. He's having a feeding frenzy going right now. Give them that hookup info so they can call you and get on board. Yeah, guys, give me a call, 916-214-5074 or Facebook and Instagram at Feeding Frenzy Sport Fishing. Thanks for checking back with us, Ricky. Have a great morning out there, and I know your clients are having a blast. Oh, yeah, you take care, Seth. All right. All right, real quick now, let's go back to our buddy who's normally scheduled for this segment, Mr. Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing joins us live. He is way up the coast, up north up the coast. Let's check in with him, see what's going on. Good morning, Captain. Good morning, Seth. You got great coverage wherever you're at, my friend. We were concerned about that this morning. I want First of all, I want to thank you for my late-night call last night at 8.30. I get a buzz that says, I got a gift for you. And I hooked up with him on the side of Highway 80 right at Midway Road, and I got a wife smiling with a whole ice chest full of halibut. Thank you very much for the stop by. Oh, yeah, no problem. Yep, not a problem at all. Yeah, it is a problem because when a captain's driving home at 8.30 at night, he's got a long drive still ahead of him, and he's got to be on that boat probably, what, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning? Oh, yeah, no doubt. We're down here about, I guess, probably about 3.30, 4 o'clock. Yeah, so you got to start it all over again. That's what you do. You Remember, you're the one that chose that profession, so you must be having a good time doing <laughs> it. You were grinning last night, and I know you're grinning this morning. What's the action like up there this morning? Uh, I'm sure it's wide open right now on the lane cod and everything. We haven't made it to the grounds all the way to where we want to fish at just just yet. So that's why I was able to have a little bit of uh, service here to get into. But uh, we're going for the super combo today. We're going to try to knock down some rock cod. It's wide open lane cod right, right now, as you already know from your previous trip with James Smith. But uh, wide open lanes right now on the rock cod. Hopefully they'll cooperate today a little bit better than what they did yesterday. And then also we'll, we'll finish it off with uh, some halibut. And a halibut, as you can see, you've seen what those fish look like. Those were big so. fish, big halibut out there on that north bar, and I know you guys will be tapping that on your way back in. Oh, yeah, that's the plan, too. So we're going to shop on the bar, see if we can mop up uh, some of those. Those guys said they, they take some of those just to, you know, put the icing on the cake. But uh, – yeah, we're offering all that right now, super combos right now. That's what everybody want to do. They're looking for more bang for their buck and everything, you know. So 
we're offering it, and that's what we're trying to do right now for the people, Seth. Well, and there's so many opportunities that exist in the Bay with your super potluck, but you've still got other opportunities out there. If guys want to go sturgeon fishing, you've got that flexibility. You can take them out for sturgeon fishing. If they want to do something else, like maybe heading out for bluefin, if things settle down, you're ready to take them out there too, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. So we got far as the sturgeon is concerned on our other boat the top gun we got that boat running up out of pittsburgh still it's been running year round where we'll mop up the sturgeon all day long that summer bite is incredible but more so we're we're really focused right now we're geared up for the uh as soon as we get a weather break i think everybody's going to go out there for that and i think that's going to be the lifesaver for us because they you know being that they closed down the salmon and everything I think that there's so many people that really want to hop on this hot bluefin bite and the water temps the way it is, I think it's going to be bananas out there, Seth. So well, anybody fo- want to jump on for that, let's do it. Well, folks, when he says jump on for that, one of the things you've got to do is call him up and tell him you're interested and give him your phone number, your contact information so they can get a hold of you because it'll be like a one, two, maybe three days if you're lucky notice on one of these trips. They will start calling right on down the list. If you want to get out there and jump into this big fish action, you better get on the list. Give them all the hookup information they need, Steve. Yes, Seth. These guys can reach me at uh, 707-655-6736. And uh, either you can look me up on the web, and the web is hookedupsportfishing.com. And that hooked is H-O-O-K apostrophe D, not E-D. So hookedupsportfishing.com or either look me up on Facebook at uh, Hooked Up Sport Fishing SF Charters. Either way, give me a call, look me up, let's make it happen. I know you guys don't want to miss out on this hot action. Everything is biting right now. And when I say everything, let's put a capital E on that. Everything is biting. And he is telling you he is telling you the straight up truth on it too, folks. Now is your chance. Make your phone calls. If you want to get out now, get on board as soon as you can. If you want to get your name on that list for Bluefin and whatever exotics start heading up our coast, get it on that list right away. Give them a call. Steve, give them the phone number one more time. All right, guys. 707-655-6736. Captain, get out there and have a great day. Thanks for checking in with us, and I'll bet you got a fish on in about two minutes after you drop your lines. Oh, I'm sure about it. I'm sure about it. (laughs) Okay. You have a great day out there. Thanks again for the visit last night and for sharing your experience with us this morning, my friend. All right, Seth. You guys have a good one. Take care. You do the same. Great guy. And just gives you a quality trip. The level of excitement out there is something when he's on board with you. Hey, we got our next guy coming up right now. The editor of Western Outdoor News, Mr. Dave Hurley, joins us now with all kinds of other opportunities and a lot of racket going on in the background. I wonder where he's at this morning. Good morning, Dave. Yeah, I'm sitting in the airport getting ready to fly down to San Diego in a few minutes. So, God, uh, I thought you were on a boat getting ready to go fishing this morning. It was so noisy there. Uh, it's a little bit noisy. Yeah, it's a little bit noisy in the background. I'm doing the best I no can. No, pro- it's no problem at all. We're used to all of that kind of stuff going on behind us. So what well, do you? It's glad to hear. Uh, glad to hear Steve out there because he's absolutely right. Uh, the bite of that coastal combinations are just an amazing trip, as we know. We talked about them today. If we want to talk about freshwater, lots of opportunities. You know, 
They have, they have the big three going on at Lake Amador right now. Almanor, excuse me. King salmon, brown trout, rainbow trout. It's been very, very good. I know Brian Bracucci's been getting those. Uh, that Well, it's not really a grand slam, but it's the, the big three. He's been doing well up there. That is a phenomenal so fishery, and not many people really go up there and hit that lake because it's such a vast body. They don't know exactly where to go, but guides like Bracucci, they'll get you into the fish and on them in a heartbeat. Beautiful browns. Oh, those browns are amazing. You know, um, Donner has been unbelievable this year. Sean Rainsberger got him fish over 19 pounds this week. He got a couple. He's, he's up to 104 fish over double digits uh, over the years. Um, even some smaller ones. Uh, it's been amazing year at Donner, and he even thinks all the boat traffic is helping the bite because it's pushing them around in the water, making this boat go one way or the other, and uh, and the fish have been climbing on. Those fish have been really hungry this year. Well, I think I he's seen. I think he has seen the bottom of that lake for so many years that he knows exactly where to go, exactly the path to follow, and the presentation that those big Mackinac like best in that lake. He's got it figured out. There's no question about it. Yeah, and I talked to JD yesterday. Wonderful, great job at uh, at Lake Tahoe. He says there's like 40 boats fishing kokanee in a very small area, <laughs> but they're really nice kokanee. He says they're just like some of the best tasting all over. Because, you know, he's seeing 40 feet down. He said he saw a Mackinac fighting up at 40 feet in depth. He says the clarity at Tahoe has just been incredible. So the Mackinac went back on the bite yesterday. So that's another really great freshwater option as far as that goes. You know, uh, I don't know if I have time to talk about it, but uh, little things make such a big difference. You know, everybody was catching lings the other day except for me. You know, when I heard Nate caught a couple lings, I was like, oh, okay. And, but then James came out and bailed me out and put me onto that chandelier rig. Uh-huh. Said, Dave, I'm going to catch you. You're going to catch fish now. The first time drop, he said, you drop it down. You're going to catch a fish. In Boom. five seconds. Five seconds. They made all little things make all the difference. And I was impressed. I was like, oh, my God, this is fantastic. I think that chandelier rig went around the boat because I think after they took it off of your rig, they put it onto mine to do the same thing. You know, when you've got three minnows swimming close together on a treble hook, hooked on the treble hooks, it looks like a little school. And those guys don't waste any time when there's three to the bite instead of one. Yeah, I was struggling big time before James said, Dave, I've had enough. (laughs) Uh, we got to get you onto some fish. (laughs) That was that was. I was impressed because, you know, it just once again proves little things make all the difference in the world. The presentation is, 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 is in everything. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, how long did it take you to recover from that trip? Well, I, went, I actually went back out on Wednesday. You're out of your mind. Four, <laughs> with, four of my, with four of my grandsons. I wanted to get them out before uh, uh, school starts next week. And, you know, two of them have never really been on the bay very much, and they had a great time. We went out with Captain Ron Koyosako. They had all the action they wanted on stripers and halibut, and uh, it was a it was a great day. You know, and like you said, get your families out there, get your people, get people, get your friends out there, because it is just way too much fun. Now's the never t- done it before. Now is the time. There's no doubt about it. Dave, thanks for hooking up with us. We got a bail. You know how time goes around here. Oh, yeah. It's nice Appreciate having you it. on board with us too. Thank you very much. Oh, that was great. All right. I'll see you guys soon. Take you, care. Bye. You got it. Kent uh, 
It only took us a day to recover from yeah, that. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Using muscles that we hadn't used, casting out, reeling back in, fighting the waves and stuff. Yeah. The sideways water was interesting, but it was still very calm out there. Yeah, great That trip. boat is something. There's no doubt about it. Without a doubt. The food and everything. Yeah, the food, the the just the accommodations are pretty cool. So, James well, knows how to do it on the California Dawn, and uh, that whether you're on one or two, you're going to have a great trip out yep. there. Well, I'm going to be at the uh, Ultimate Frog Challenge with Gone Fisher Marine tomorrow, hanging out down there and uh, showing boats and eating tri-tips. Well, you can always bring some home for us. There you go. I want to. I want to thank you all for listening and sharing your time with us this morning. I hope you'll get out on the water soon. Make a call, get out there, and have some fun, just like we're going to be doing. Till then, tight lines, everybody. We'll see you next week. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join Join us us next next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday morning outdoors. outdoors.